If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance card. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It's, hum- it's Wednesday. Is it hum- Wednesday called hump day? So it's Wednesday. Got a lot of fantasy baseball. Got a lot of fantasy football. By the way, Sean, before we let you get off there for a second here, did you see what happened in, in Cleveland? Yes, With I did. With Tony Grossi from yeah. ESPN? Suspended. Dude, suspended. Do you think he'll ever be on air? You think he's suspended for life, or you think he's just suspended for a little bit? I think he's going to get fired over this. Seriously. Suspended indefinitely. So if you guys don't know what happened, and Sean and I will talk about it in a second, the, uh, during a break, let's just say the mic was still on. It was a hot mic, and uh, Tony Grossi said something disparaging about Baker Mayfield. Now, Sean, you have worked in the radio industry for a number of years. Yes. Have you ever said anything disparaging? <laughs> funny guy. You're a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer to that is yes. Be okay. careful around mics. Be careful. Be, ca- be careful it's around mics. Always a hot mic. Yep. I, I think that is the assumption. You have to assume that it's always a hot mic, right? Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel bad. Look, do I feel badly for Tony Grossi? I do. Do I think he intentionally went out and said something purposely to hurt somebody? No. Did he, was he caught? Yeah. And you got to be very careful. You don't know when the mic is hot or not. Happens a lot of times in debates. You hear the uh, things like that. So you got to be very careful. So do you think he will ever appear again, Sean? Not for ESPN. Would you hire him again? Yeah. Yeah. He'll he'll get work. He'll get work over this. Do you think he has to end up in like. uh, I just think ESPN is probably going to fire him. That's that's, 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 that's their MO. He's going to be in, he's going to be in Altoona, PA. No, he'll move over to uh, what's the uh, CBS station out there in uh, Cleveland? 
I don't know. Uh, the fan. I think it's 92.3 The oh, Fan. Okay. Yeah, I'll go there. So he'll just get hired elsewhere. Yeah, that's what happens with these guys, right? Okay. Well, you think okay. it's really yeah, bad that so. he won't get work again? No, I think what he said wasn't that bad. But you know what? How could he ever interview Baker Mayfield again? That's a good point. Well, he could be a radio host. I mean, you don't have to interview him. That's true. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. anybody can be a radio host, right, Sean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, no, no, all kidding aside, I think it was at, as a fellow radio host, it is um, you never want to see that happen to one of our own. I don't you know, it's one thing when not over a hot mic, right? Yeah. Not over a hot yeah, mic, yeah. right? If you say something on and you air, say something mean exactly. on the air, then you deserve what you get. Right. Exactly. But when you when you hot mic it, that's not that's you know, you're you're thinking that everything is is fair is is hunky dory, right? You're not yeah. gonna get blamed yeah. for anything. Yeah. So it's uh you never want to see that happen. All right, let's get to some fantasy football news. Uh right now. Mike McCarthy said the goal is to have Amari Cooper and Randall Cobb with the Cowboys in 2020. Now, he knows Cobb well, coached him up in Green Bay, and he said that Dak Prescott is definitely the team's franchise quarterback. Definitely. Contract status is a business matter, you think? Right? So this is is all going to be happening very shortly, all coming to fruition very shortly. Pro Football Network is reporting that people at the Combine have indicated that Phillip Rivers will sign with the Colts. We called that as well. So far, we called Rivers with the Colts, and we called Brady with the Titans. Let's see how how we do. The sources point to the fact that Rivers has a great relationship with Frank Reich. And it also should be an easy signing as the Colts are projected to have a lot of room under the cap. So, look, it's a good landing spot. It's a very good landing spot. Rivers was done effectively in, in L.A., was done with the Chargers, had to move on, needed a soft landing spot because the truth of the matter is he is still a very capable NFL quarterback. Jacoby Brissett stinks epically. Let's not call it what it is. He's terrible. Right? So Rivers ends up in Indianapolis. Makes all the sense in the world. And they've got a good offensive line. Give Rivers some time. They have some weapons. This is a a good day. If If I'm a Colts fan, I'm happy with this. Now, here's why I might be slightly upset. Because Rivers has maybe a two to three year window. I mean, it's a small window of success, right? This is, this is you got to get it done now, dude. But if I'm the Colts, do I really think I can win with Jacoby Brissett? I have him signed for one more year. I keep him as the backup just in case Phillip Rivers gets injured. But I'm moving on from Jacoby Brissett in a year for sure. I get myself another young quarterback to groom, get myself a guy in there, and let Rivers help him. Or maybe we'll let Rivers help Jacoby Brissett. But I don't I didn't like what I saw from Jacoby Brissett. I didn't. Guys should be getting better, not worse. All right, the Giants, uh, the Giants, the Giants, the Giants release Alec Ogletree. Alec Ogletree used to be good. And uh Kareem Martin. So who knows? The Giants defense has just gotten worse today. Of course, they have some draft picks coming, but uh terrible. 
All right, so there's that. Also, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport says Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield plans to be slimmer and faster in 2020. Well, so you can't have it both ways. See, Baker Mayfield has issues. He's not as big as some quarterbacks, and he's not as fast as other, right? So what do you do with him? When you bulk up, then you become slow. But if you slim down, you can't take a hit. That's why scouts and general managers like six foot three, 230 pound guys as their quarterback. That's why they do. Because otherwise, you got to have a guy who's, he, there, there's either a weakness. Is he skinny? Is he soft? Is he slow? Right? These are things that happen. So, I don't know if he'll ever get it right, but I think Baker Mayfield's problem was that last year he was not very accurate. See, accuracy cures everything. When you're accurate, it doesn't matter how fast you are or how big you are if you can throw the ball in the numbers. He wasn't doing that. Let's work on that. Don't worry worry about slimming down or bulking up. Worry about being accurate. That's how you win. All right, good news for Tua. Ian Rappaport, he's a very busy man, Ian Rappaport, says that Tua got very positive reports from his MRI and that he is absolutely going to go in the top five. He does not make it past the Dolphins at five. I would say for sure the Chargers at six. He's going in the top six picks. Okay? He's going in the top six picks. As he should. And what I love about this kid, I really do, I love about him, is that he's like, look, I don't need to play this year. I don't need to step in and start. Good for him. Good for him. Nobody wants to sit on a bench, right? Nobody wants to sit on a bench. I get it. Makes sense to me. But at the same time, you got to learn. You got to walk before you can run. Got to crawl before you can walk. If two is not ready, then don't put him in there. Putting him in too soon, not good for him, not good for the franchise. So, look, the Chargers have it right with Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, you throw him out there for the first eight or nine weeks. That's what you do with him. That is exactly what you do. You throw him out there until the guy you draft is ready. And if the guy you draft is not ready for the year, then you play Tyrod Taylor 16 games. That's the smart move. You may not like it as a fan, but that is the smart move, right? Most fans don't like that, right? Most fans don't want to hear that because it feels like a lost season. But then again, when you do what the Giants did and you give a whole boatload of money to Eli Manning, that feels like a whole lost boatload of cash. So you got to do it the right way. You pay that first guy as little money as you possibly can without being disrespectful, you know, you pay him seven, eight, nine, ten million, not a crazy, stupid Eli Manning contract. That was one of the dumbest things ever in giant history, literally in giant history. Maybe in NFL history. I mean, I know Eli was a great player and all, and I get that, but, I mean, did you have to give him that kind of a payment? Payment, that balloon payment? Ridiculous. 
All right, we're taking a little break. When we come back, a monumental injury in fantasy baseball happening to a very controversial team. Who was it? What happened? We talked about it a week ago. We're going to talk about it some more. Big fantasy baseball news when we return right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. All right. Dr. Roto, back with you here, full-time fantasy. I'm a little annoyed. I've been doing this uh, Tower Wars draft, and I, I hate the... I, so I used to... Well, let me digress here. I really prefer doing auctions because for the exact reason of what just happened here, there's a bunch of guys I liked I pick a guy, literally three of the next four picks are all guys out who are on my list. Bing, 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 gone, 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 gone. Hate it, I hate it. In an auction, this doesn't happen. In an auction, I just bid a dollar, I get a guy. I bid two dollars, I get a guy. Here, I just wait another five more picks and got to take who I get. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Oh, that's all I can tell you. I can tell you this about fantasy baseball. I used to love, adore fantasy baseball. Now I like it. I don't love it. I like it. I like it because I like baseball. And I like it because I think it's constructing a team is fun. Drafting is fun. My problem is keeping up with it 
for the next six months. I could keep up with it through like July 4th. I'm good. July 4th and me, we're buds. Come August, I got to do football. Come like mid-July, I'm, I'm all footballed up. I'm, I'm drafting football. So it's a little frustrating. And then I feel like I'm really not putting as much effort into my baseball as I used to. But I feel like if I'm winning in baseball, maybe I wouldn't feel that way. Right? So my newest plan is to do fewer leagues in baseball and concentrate more on them. Right? In football, I'll tend to do 15 or 20 leagues. But in baseball, I think I'm just going to do like three or four. That'll be better. That way I could focus properly. Like I could focus on the news that the Yankees got. Bad news, folks. Bad. Luis Severino, done. Tommy John surgery set for Thursday. We knew this was a possibility. I truly believe the following. I believe the Yankees knew it was a possibility. And that's why they went all in on Jericho. They had no choice but to get Cole. Think of it this way. All you Yankee haters out there, if the Yankees don't get Cole, they're done. Severino, out. Paxson, hurt. No Cole. You're going with Tanaka, Hap, Montgomery. Domingo Herman's out for a couple months, too. I don't Even the crazy Yankees, I don't even know how they get through it. But you have Cole? You figure it out. You got, you got the anchor, right? You got Cole, Tanaka, Hat, Montgomery. You can make it through. It's not pretty. You got to make it through till about June. Because by June, right, if you don't capitalize on the Yankees early, the Yankees in June take over. Paxson will be fully healthy by June. He's expected to throw in March, probably be pitching again early to mid-May. And Domingo Herman is going to be out until June 5th. So by June 15th, for sure, for sure, right? Herman and Paxson are back. And then you've got Cole, Paxson, Tanaka, Hap, Herman. It's over. So if you want to beat the Yankees, you've got 65 to 70 games to do it. That's it. Because once those 70 games are done, and I'll just round up. We'll call it 70 games. Once those 70 games are done, Yankees are going to be hard to stop. Hard to stop. It's true. But losing Severino is big. And if you've drafted already and you've lost Severino, I feel badly. I mean, this guy's career has just been... He's had, when he's healthy, man, he's, he's unstoppable. When he's healthy, he's, he's outstanding. He's just not healthy. And now we're looking at at least, what, 15 months from this point? So n- this season's lost. Next season, kind of mostly lost. I mean, I'm sure people will think he'll be due back, but probably looking at next, next year's All-Star break, when he's going to be back, really, 100%. So, this is a monumental injury. A healthy Severino with Cole is outstanding. Right? A healthy Severino and a Cole 
the Yankees don't lose. Now at least there's a shot. But the Yankees are going to have to find a pitcher. But leave it to the Yankees, they will find a pitcher. See, that is the problem in baseball. When the Oakland A's need a pitcher, they get Mike Fires. When the Yankees need a pitcher, they'll get Zach Cranky. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference. There's an equity. Things are not fair. Things are not equal in baseball. Yankees will find some team who is ready to sell, find their guy, you know, and they'll, they'll take him, whoever that selling team is. Maybe it's Cleveland. Maybe uh, Carlos Carrasco is a Yankee. Who knows? It's possible. Maybe Brad Hand goes to the Yankees. Build up that bullpen even more. The Yankees can do it. See, the Yankees can get through anything like this. Anything. And this is a bad injury. I mean, this is this from 1 to 10 in injuries. I've got to put this at like a 9. I mean, this is a 9. I mean, the next phase of bigger is, you know, the Mike Trout and the Mookie Betts and the Cody Bellingers of the world. Those, that, that's even bigger. But, I mean, this is, a, this is a second round, third round pick. Doesn't get much bigger in fantasy circles. But I think in some crazy way, Yankee haters will be happy because this evens it out a little bit. This evens baseball out. This evens the American League out a little bit. The Yankees are literally playing without three of their top starters. Paxson, Severino, Herman. Goodbye. Right? Now you got 70 games to figure this out. 70 games where you know the Yankees are going to go at least 40 and 30. Probably 50 and 20. So another team's going to have to go 50 and 22 to keep it close. Because once all those guys come back, Yankees aren't losing that many more games. I'll tell you that right now. So this is a very big injury. And I would argue this. The people that don't like taking pitching early in fantasy leagues, which I understand. I get that. Now, though, there's another top starter gone. Clevenger, hurt. Severino, hurt. Maybe it makes those starters even more valuable. Can we argue that? I might argue that. So we'll have to see. All right, Brandon Nemo is dealing with a cardiac issue. So we are praying for him and making sure that he is going to be 100%. We'll let you know more news when we hear it. Uh, the MRI is negative on J.D. Davis. That's good news. I like J.D. Davis. I think he's a good uh, little sleeper this year. Um, so there's no new structural damage. When I hear that, does that mean there's, there was old structural damage? Luckily, it said there's not, not a ton of inflammation. That's good. Right? That's good. But the MRI did detect a previous labrum injury, right? So when it's, so you got to read between the lines. There's no new structural damage in J.D. Davis's MRI. Does that mean there was old structural damage? Oh, yes, there was. Oh, interesting. He had a labrum injury. Interesting. No wonder he's never been at 100%. All right, Freddie Freeman, going to get some time off, but he's expected to do back next week. I'm still not drafting him in round two. I'll take him in round three. I'm not taking him in round two. You can take him. I'm not. 
Okay? I just wouldn't do it. Here's a guy who I like, but now I don't like him as much anymore. Emmanuel Clase, the future closer for the Indians, sent for an MRI on his right lat. Not good. When you have a lat problem, it's hard to throw, especially when you're a righty. That's not good. So I would think that he is not going to start the season in the bullpen. That'll be my prediction. Dustin May. A lot of you guys like Dustin May, a very good young uh, pitching prospect for the Dodgers. Hasn't thrown off a mound since the first day of Dodgers camp. Oh, I think he's going to AAA, my friends, especially with David Price there. AAA for Dustin May. Let's not overdraft him either. Let's not overdraft him either. I think people are are doing that. Right? And you got to be very careful about that. All right. Chris Sale, dealing with elbow issues. I think he'll be fine. But this guy is 30 years old. And he's been dealing with arm issues off and on for his entire career. Please be careful about going all in on him, too. If you take him in the third round, I would think caveat emptor. Buyer beware. I don't know if I'm doing that. I may let you do that. I may take him in round four or five. And if that means I don't get him, that's fine. And I feel that way a lot of times. I'll be like, all right, I'll take Freddie Freeman in round three. But if he's never going to go in round three, I won't get him. That's, I'm cool with that. But I'll take him in round three. I'll take Sale in four. If he goes in three, then I just won't have him. I'm cool with that. I have to be willing to be good with that. That's a decision I'm making. Right? That is a decision I'm making, and I need to be okay with that. You know what else I'm okay with? I'm okay with taking a break and coming on back and talking about the Honda Classic PGA DFS with Eric Dantoff from Fantasy Golf Insider right after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, we're back. This week, the golf circuit turns to sunny Florida. Oh, but it's going to be a little windy and cold over the next couple of days. It's nice today, but not so nice Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I can tell you that because I'm down here. But we're talking right now, PGA DFS with our friend Eric Dantoff from Fantasy Golf Insider. Eric, how are you? Hey, not too bad. Um, I would take your weather than what it is out here. But uh, soon enough here, we'll uh, break through and get some good and warm sunshine. Yeah, I'm looking here at 64, 66, 69 little windy. I mean, for us, that's cold. I know for you, that's like balmy and beautiful, but uh, we'll yeah. have to take that into account. Let's talk yeah. about uh, the Honda Classic. There's four guys who are going to cost us over $10,000. Fleetwood at 11.6, Kepka at 11.2, Fowler at 10.8, Woodland at 10.3. Are you poning up the money? Yeah, I think you got to pick one of them this week. Uh, it's very interesting to see Tommy Fleetwood as the, the kind of the the de facto favorite, um, especially with kept in the field, you know, he's a multi-major winner, uh, but that's just the books kind of being weary. But um, I, you know, the whole thing with Kepka this week, I just want to point out to your listeners, he's a great GPP play because he's proven in the past that he can win while injured. And he's about to turn it on at some point here. Whereas Fleetwood makes, if you want to spend all the way up there, you know, you're going to get a guy who's going to make the cut and probably get you minimum a top 20 and he's shown top five upside here before in his previous appearance now let me ask you this do you think people are afraid to pay up for tommy fleetwood and we might get him at a little lower ownership because people are like look i don't want to pay 11.6 for him when i can save 800 dollars and take ricky fowler who's won this before yeah good good point dr roto and i i always kind of get a gauge with how many casual dfsers might be playing based on drafting sizes so i kind of feel like it's going to be more of the sharks i'm personally not spending up to to Tommy Fleetwood in cash and maybe have maybe 10, 15% exposure tops. Uh, Fowler was my guy that I kind of saw a discounted uh, price on him. I know he's going through some swing changes, but this is a course that he knows well. He's a great open player. And you mentioned the wind. Uh, give me Fowler at 10-8. All right. Let's take a look at the next rung down. Uh, Justin Rose, I think you're getting him at a discount. Louis Oosthuizen lives in the area. Victor Hovland coming off his first win. Sunjay M at 9,300. Any one of those guys excite you? Yeah, you know, the whole thing was with Louis Oosthuizen, um, <laughs> he's always a withdrawal risk, but he's rating so well on my model this week. He's very difficult to ignore. I will never endorse him for cash. Uh, if his bet is going great, you know, he could. this is the type of event he should go well in. I just never like spending uh, 
past really 9,000 for, for Louie. Uh, a guy you didn't mention that I'm really big on is Billy Horschel. He's a Florida Gator. He's been stepping up his game, and I fully expect him to put on a good show uh, this week at uh, PGA National where he has some good course uh, format. I was going to get to Billy Horschel, Eric. He was my next guy, but all right then. So here's my question about Billy Horschel and Sunjay M and Shane Lowry. Look, I feel like they're all good players, but I feel like I'm paying a lot of money for them this week. M93, Horschel 92, Lowry 91. Next week, these guys, Horschel was at 7,300 last week. Am I paying a premium here? Yeah, there are, on a few guys, uh, Dr. Roto, you, you bring up a good point, and it's very. It's, it's a good practice to kind of navigate uh, each field and kind of detect where people are overpriced and underpriced. And I know that takes some, some time to get used to. So a couple of guys that stood out that are overpriced was Hovland because of Puerto Rico win last week. Eric Van Ruin, I mentioned him last week on at the end of the call. Uh, he's, he's on the back door or he's coming off of that great uh, uh, run at the, uh, the WGC in Mexico. But Lowry is a guy, I think 91, is fairly priced in this field who has open experience and you know what the 2020 Ryder cup uh captain's there for the europe team europe and i know that he desperately wants to make that team i expect a good outing from shane lowry this week okay good to hear about that let's take a look a lot of people are talking up this next grouping here daniel berger at 89 byung hung on at 88 neiman at 87 poston at 86 um poulter at 85 i think berger is gonna be very highly owned when I see that, it either says embrace it or fade it. What are you doing with Burger and On? Embracing or fading? Uh, I am embracing Burger. Uh, I am fading On. I will always kind of take that that ball striker that can putt. And I know On is a great ball striker, but trust me, when you see him on shot tracker missing three footers, you just don't know when it's going to happen. It's one of the most frustrating things in EFS. I'll, I'll make sure Benny On is a GPP exposure only. Burger, another Florida guy, he's working his way back. Uh, some injury, this is a time where he's going to be stepping up his game. I, I expect Berger to be uh, have a nice performance at the Honda. All right, let's take a look at a couple of guys in the low eights. Ryan Palmer with really good course history and Corey Connors, who is a very good player. Bad putter, but good with his irons. Do we like either of these guys? Yeah, you know, Palmer, I had him last year in this event, and he barely made the cut, and then he had a crazy fourth round where he was just on fire. So he really, you know, that he was the definition of a backdoor top five last year. Um, I, I feel like he's kind of trending away. I was really on him during the uh, the, the, the West Coast swing. Um, I feel he's a little bit overpriced. I think there's some really good guys uh, in the in the mid seven Ks that we'll probably get to that I like that uh, probably offer a little bit more value. All right, no love for Connors either. Then, uh, pardon me, who was that? No love for Corey Connors either. Then. You know, Corey Connors isn't too bad. A ball striker, can handle himself in the wind. A guy, another guy who's kind of shaky with the putter. Uh, he should make the cut. I just question his upside a little bit for the price. All right, we're moving down to about 8,000. Luke List came in here second a couple of years ago. Uh, Grio is always uh, people like him, and Johnny Vegas can get very hot. Do we like any of those guys? Yeah, guys like Luke List, I feel he's rounding into form. He lost in that playoff to Justin Thomas a few years ago. 8000 is creeping up to about max I'd pay, but Bombers are kind of showing that they kind of have the advantage here, and I think he's going to have that extra boost of confidence. Uh, you know, at some point, uh, Griot is going to show up. His iron play is, is, is spectacular. Uh, he can handle himself in the wind. 
it wouldn't surprise me if he if he performs well here. But again, another guy just kind of really shaky with the putter. All right, you mentioned the mid seven thousands. There's McNeely and Wyndham Clark, and there's you know uh, Higgs and Naismith. Are there any names there in the mid sevens that you like? Yes, two guys that I'm kind of circling in for for cash games this week. Uh, Russell Knox. He's got good form here, and he, he can show that he's got good upside too when he's when he's motivated. And that's always kind of the question you have to figure out with these golfers. Again, Ryder Cup year. Um, he, his two previous missed cuts I can overlook because he was showing really good performance, showing top 25 upside. I like Russell Knox. His iron play strong, and we know he can handle himself in the wind. And then, yes, Matthew Nesmith, um, he's a guy, a rookie, uh, going to be playing here for this first time. But as Wyndham Clark showed last year, those guys can do just fine. And I had him at the pre- – he was in my DFS lineup at the Puerto Rico Open last week, so I really followed him hole by hole for four rounds. This guy does not mind grinding out cars when he needs to, and he'll get birdies when, when he needs to uh, kind of uh, on the birdie holes. So look for Matthew Smith to have a good outing on his debut this week. Now, Eric, I don't want to say no to you. I don't want to disagree with you. I'm just going to say something to you here. I find that mm-hmm. Naismith is a name that's very popular, and sometimes I tend to fade the popular name because those guys become very chalky. And maybe guys around him like Harry Higgs or Taylor Gooch might be a better pivot. Can you, can you buy into that, or we're going to stay yeah. hold strong? You no, know, I mentioned on our very first call, I'm a one-lineup warrior, so I really do try to focus on what I feel like the best six golfers I can put together, and I just kind of have found my DFS experience and PJ DFS to be better that way. Jeff, who's a regular uh, guest with you, he's a great GPP player, and he knows exactly what you're referring to with finding those exact pivots. And a couple guys that I would mention that to pivot around this mess would be Bud Colley, Old Man Jim Furyk, Taylor Gooch, all of those guys are great pivots with, within about 100 bucks. So I would definitely sprinkle some around if I was doing a mass, ultra, mass multi-entry GPP this week. All right. As we drop to the 7,000 and below, are there any names out there if I want to do a Stars and the Scrubs lineup? Yeah, you know, Tom Hogan is still a guy, you know, a bad final round at the AT&T program kind of derailed a lot of momentum, but it derailed a lot of people there. Uh, I think Hogan's a little underpriced. He's got the skill set to go well here. A little bit of course experience that he could probably build off of. A couple other guys, too, that I like dipping down. Uh, Jung-Hoon Lee finished really well last year in this event. He's an even 7,000. He could definitely go well again. Um, Dipping further down, I always get asked this on on, uh, from my FGI followers on Twitter if it's going to be a Brian Stewart week. I am slightly endorsing him. I can't give him the full green light. But here's when you consider a guy like Brian Stewart, who has a decent approach game and can putt. If the winning score is going to be uh, in single digits, and we're talking par golf, I think you could you could look at Brian Stewart and take him consideration this week at the Honda. Can we even go lower to like Tyler McCumber or you know uh, maybe Beauregard or Sepp Straka or any of the, these guys, or we can't go that far? Yeah, you can. I was looking at previous results over the last three years in this event, and there are a few 6K guys that do show up, and they do show up and perform. I mean, Keith Mitchell most recently was a 6K a golfer. I have just found it very difficult to pick those guys, and what I'd recommend to anybody that's doing mass multi-entries, you need at least 5% of these guys because not only do you need to get one – want to get those guys right you have to get them the right combination with your other guys so you don't want just a single bullet with those 6k guys but 
few guys do do have a, a couple uh, skill sets that could go well here. All right, we've got about 45 seconds to go. Give me a name of a guy we haven't heard of today, but we're going to hear about him on Sunday. Okay. Um, I think maybe you, you, you talked to him a, a smidge, but we glanced over him. But I do like Ian Poulter. He was an innocent bystander to not make the uh, – the cuts at or to, to make the w, WGC. He's another guy who should go well here. Ian Poulter should find his way on the top of the leaderboard by some Sunday afternoon. All right, Eric Dantoff from Fantasy Golf Insider. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. No problem, Dr. Otto. Have a good one. You too. Good luck, my friend. All right, we're taking yep. a little break. Back with more right after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, we're back. Dr. Rota with you here. At some point soon, I think I'm going to start doing some uh, baseball previews. When am I going to do that? I think, let me check the uh, calendar here. I think I'm going to do that starting Monday. How about the month of March? We'll make March team preview days. All right, maybe we'll do one or two per show. I think that's about right. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. That's what, five, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, I think we could do that. We'll get two in per show. Boom. We'll be done. 
We'll start that on Monday. And hopefully we won't get too sidetracked with other information like about hot mics and injuries and other things that distract us from achieving our goal, which is winning a fantasy baseball championship. But we'll try to go through the teams, the players, the rounds, and uh, see if we can make that work. Let's see right here. So I'm in the middle of a, I'm in round 28 of a draft here. So these are tough. And I would highly recommend, so let me talk to you about this because I think this is important. Let's say right now you're just listening to this show and you want to play fantasy baseball, but you find yourself severely unprepared. How do we prepare you ASAP? There's a few things you can do. Firstly, you can join Full-Time Fantasy into the promo code ROTO50. Get 50% off your first two months and you can read Sean Childs' amazing team outlooks. You can do that. If you do that, you have a real good chance to be competitive. You can listen to my podcast previews. I go through each team 10 minutes or less, tell you what you need to know. But I will argue the best thing you could do Clearly, the best thing you could do is to be in a draft champions format. A 50-round draft. Now, maybe you find one that's not too expensive. You find one that works for you price-wise. But there is no doubt, no doubt that You have to know the player pool when you're doing a 50-round draft. Because I'm telling you, I'm looking at the best players available, and there's names like Hanser Alberto and Mauricio Dubon and Jordan Yamamoto. When I start naming guys like that, and you're like, I don't know who that is, that's the point. If you want to win... Now, I'm not saying compete. You want to compete, anybody can do that. But if you want to win a fantasy baseball league, you got to know some of those names, right? And the best way to do that is to be in a draft champions type of format where you can literally go and learn the players. So as people are drafting, you can do your homework. And because the draft is so deep, you can do a lot of homework. Here I am on round 28. I'm starting to take guys that I don't really like, and I've got another 22 spots to fill. Seriously, by round 42, I don't even know who I'm taking. I'm taking like a guy in double A for the Tigers who I hope is going to come up. So it is clearly the greatest thing to learn and to help you prepare for your leagues. It's clearly the greatest thing because you have to know the depth. You have to know the guys at different positions. You have to know the minor leaguers. You can't just do a fantasy baseball league without knowing the minor leagues. If you do that, you're not going to win. And I want you to win. I do. I want you to win. 
But you're not going to win if you only know the guys in the major leagues. You got to know the, the best minor leaguers, the top prospects. Did you know Jordan Alvarez last year? Had you ever heard of him before? My guess is, if you didn't hear of him before, you didn't win your fantasy baseball league. That's my guess. I could be wrong. But if you heard about him, and you were able to stash him, and then when he came up, you realized, oh yeah, this guy's good. Oh my God, he's good. Right? And then you played him. And then you benefited. But you had to know know that you had to look past just Kyle Tucker, right? Everybody knew Kyle Tucker, but not everybody knew you were Dan Alvarez. That's how deep you need to be. I think you can get away with it more in football. You can get away with it more in football because there's more people out there offering information in football. But baseball, you got to dig you got to dig deep. You got to dig and find that information. It's not easy. It's not easy. Where's that information going to come from? You finding it. You know, in football, you go on Twitter, every third person's offering a piece of advice on Twitter. Not only advice, maybe it's a stat or something like that. In baseball, not as easy to find. Not as easy to find. Football's much easier to find that information that you need to win a league. Now, I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm saying this to prepare you. I don't scare. I prepare. Right? I want you to win. I want you to win your fantasy baseball leagues. Unless you're in a league with me. And then I want you to come in second. No, I'm kidding. I think the big difference also, and I've said this before, the big difference between a seasonal player and a DFS player is the seasonal player knows the minor leagues, right? When Jordan Alvarez comes up, a seasonal player is like, oh yeah, this guy's good. A DFS player is like, who? I don't know him. You know why they don't know them? Because their algorithm doesn't know them. These guys don't know the players. They know computers. And then all of a sudden, when Alvarez starts hitting, you know what the computer starts doing? Get Alvarez in your lineup. And all of a sudden, Alvarez goes from being, I don't know, 2,200 to being 3,800. Where's the bargain? It's gone. You get a short window. And you get it in every sport. You get it. Do you know that last year I had Victor Hovland in a tournament for 6000 bucks? I did. I had Victor Hovland for 6000 bucks. Nobody knew him. Dr. Roto did. Played him. Made the cut. Cashed. Sun JM had him 6000 bucks. Now, nobody can get him at that cheap a price. Now, the rest of the industry has caught up. That's the difference. You get a short window... You get a short window to establish yourself because then everybody catches up to that information. So then you know what you need to do? Dig and find more information. Keep digging. 
right? Because when people catch up to you, you got to be, you got to separate yourself. If everybody's on to me, I got to get onto something new. It's a copycat league. Look at the NFL. Don't you think that every quarterback is going to be a mobile quarterback in the next year or two? That the, the guys, the Ben Roethlisberger's of the world who just stand back there, or not even Ben, because Ben is has slightly mobile, but the Andy Dalton's of the world will be gone. Right? It's a different league right now. It's a, it's a different league. People want mobile quarterbacks. I mean, Mahomes was mobile in the playoffs. People want those things. So you have to keep up with what the times are doing. In baseball, got to keep up with the, what the bullpens are doing. What are the starting rotations doing? Uh, you know, guys don't pitch 200 innings anymore. The, the, the 220 inning guys don't exist. They used to exist. They don't anymore. That's the problem. Right? So you have to be ahead of the curve. You have to know the player pool better than your opponents. You have to study up. Or you have to find somebody who has, like me, or Sean Childs, or Craig Mish, or whomever, or some expert that you trust. Ideally, you're doing it, right? Ideally, you're doing it, and we're helping you because that's usually the best way, right? If you're doing it and we help you, better chance of winning than if we do it for you, right? The best players are the ones who do their homework, and then they come to us for things like confirmation. Hey, Dr. Roto, do you like uh, Jose Alvarado? Yeah, I like him. There you go. Good. There. Now I'm, I'm on to something. Why? Because I don't think Nick Anderson's going to close for the race. And I think Diego Castillo, Jose Alvarado will. There you go. There you have it. Right? You've got to be ahead of the curve. You want to win, be ahead of the curve. Do a draft champions. Know the player pool. Know the player pool better than your opponent. Then you will be my rich friend. All right. Time now to put away the insurance cards. Put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Appreciate it. Want to thank Eric Dantoff from Fantasy Golf Insider for being here with us. Appreciate him coming on and talking about the Honda Classic. Want to thank my man Sean in the booth for helping get this show smoothly underway. And I want to thank you guys for listening. All right, back with more tomorrow. This is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.